Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Once Upon a Time in Africa, the Learning by Ear series about African history. In this last program, June is listening to a very famous song which reminds Grandpa Peter of the difficult times the people of South Africa were passing through when that song was first released. Stay with us to find out more about apartheid. Hey, hello June. Hi Grandpa. Do you know who used to sing that song? No, who was that? Miriam Makeba, a very famous South African singer who died in 2008. I love this song. Always get in a dancing mood when I hear it. Don't you too, Grandpa? You're right. It sounds very happy. But the life of Miriam Makeba wasn't always that happy. No? Where was that, Grandpa? Because Miriam Makeba grew up during apartheid. Mm. Yes, apartheid. I've heard about it. It was when people were separated by race. Right, Grandpa? Mhm. It wasn't that long time ago, was it? No, it wasn't. It was officially abolished only in 1990. But by the time this song came out, Miriam Makeba was living outside South Africa in exile. She was one of many artists who opposed apartheid and struggled for a worldwide boycott of the South African regime. And who are responsible for that, Grandpa? June Don't even think you're going to stay there talking. There's too much to do. Come on. Oh, mom. Let grandpa explain just that. 2 minutes. The organization that was mainly responsible for apartheid lasting so long was the National Party of the Boers. It had been in power since 1948. And who are the Boers? The Boers, my daughter, are part of the white population of South Africa. They originally came from the Netherlands but also from France and Germany and they settled and formed colonies around the Cape of Good Hope. They've been living there for a long long time. But what did they want to achieve with apartheid? They wanted to maintain the power in South Africa and they believed that white people were better than black people. They must have been crazy. They even misinterpreted some passages from the Bible to support their foolish ideas. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Education for instance wasn't only very strict, it was also very religious. Grandpa, how would it have been for me to go to school in South Africa during apartheid? Good morning girls. Good morning Mrs. Makwani. Right. Before we start our prayers, I want you to show me your hands. I don't want any dirty girls in my class, okay? Come on, raise your arms. Come on. Yeah. Yes, very well. Huh? Why are you hiding your hands, June? Can you show me your hands immediately? Uh, yes, madam. 
How dare you? How dare no. you? Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to have my nails polished once, Mrs. Makuani. You wanted to have your nails polished? Do your parents know about that? No, madam. They don't. Oh, they don't. They will now. Because I am writing a letter that you'll bring back signed by them tomorrow. And after school, you will stay behind in detention. Do you understand, June? Yes, madam. Now, can we pray? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. June! June! Your two minutes are up long ago. I'm coming, Mom. Just a little bit longer. Grandpa, was it the same in every school? How bad? Extreme discipline was a very important aspect in education. But the conditions strongly differed between the different school types. White children, for instance, had brand new books. They had lots of sports fields and everything. And these, although they definitely were a minority. Huh? So there were different types of schools? Hmm. Everything was segregated in South Africa, daughter. After all, that's what apartheid meant. People living apart from each other. A black person wasn't allowed to enter a cinema in a white zone or go to a restaurant or a hotel. Unless it was to work. Did nobody break the law? Oh, the I know you. I guess you would be one of the radical opponents. <laughs> and do you know what would happen in a simple bus trip? Imagine Dad was a bus driver. Linda, let's go sit up front. I'm fed up with always sitting at the back. No, June, I'm afraid. They'll throw us off the bus. Oh, forget that, Linda. If nobody makes a protest, we will die under these miserable conditions. Now, come on. You see, it's not that difficult. You are right. It's much nicer. Hey, you two there. Where do you think you are? Are you talking to us, sir? Of course I'm talking to you. Huh? Do you see any more black people sitting here at the front? June, it's better if we go to the back. Everybody is staring at us. No, Linda. Now I want to see what this will lead to. Huh? Then tell me, what do you think this will lead to? Hmm? You have two choices. Either you go immediately and sit where you're allowed to, or your trip ends here. You can open the door then. We'll get out here. Huh? Out. The two of you. Out. But, Grandpa, was it possible for a black girl to act like that? <laughs> well, in fact, you're right. It wouldn't have been the most usual behavior. 
But there must have been people who protested. The most famous and most successful struggle was that of the ANC, the African National Congress. That's the political party of Nelson Mandela, who became South Africa's first black president and the first one elected in a fully fair and democratic election. And today, that party is still in power. It must have been one of the happiest days in the lives of black population in South Africa. Right, Grandpa? It must have been, my dear. And do you know what the people said while waiting for hours in the endless queues to the election polls when Mandela was elected? What, Grandpa? They said that they had been waiting for so many decades that a few hours was nothing but some very happy moments. And this is the end of the final episode of Once Upon a Time in Africa, the Learning by Ear series about African history. This series was written by Marta Barroso. It was intended to focus not only on African history, but also on the unique oral traditions of passing on knowledge. It's like the saying goes, when an old man dies in Africa, it's like a library burns down. Remember, you can listen to these or other Learning by Ear episodes again and write your comments about the program by visiting our website at www.dwworld.de forward slash LBE. Goodbye and stay healthy.